Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Marty Michelson. Some of you may remember a huge festival that took place in West Allis every summer on Father's Day weekend. It was called West Allis Western Days. It started in 1964 and saw its heyday in the 80s and 90s. Its signature event was an elaborate parade that included up to 500 horses and dozens of marching bands. And then one day, it just ended. Our listener Phil Reamer asks... Whatever happened with the West Allis Western Days Parade? Reamer says his grandfather sat on the board of the West Allis Credit Union. Because of that, Reamer says when he was a kid, he and his family got to ride in the parade in a horse-drawn wagon in the late 80s. He says it was a spectacular sight. Yeah, I remember a lot of horses, some animals, and just people lining the streets in downtown West Allis. And it seemed everybody was decked out in Western attire. A lot of cowboy gear. I remember dressing up in, you know, just blue jeans, flannel, and handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs were very uh, popular. There was even a Ms. Western Days and a parade marshal. One year, the parade marshal was former Packers coach and quarterback Bart Starr. To say the least, this was a very big deal. And besides the parade, there were four days of festivities. They took place nearby at the south end of the state fairgrounds and featured country music acts, carnival rides, square dancing, and a rodeo. Hey, Jen. How you doing? On a recent afternoon, I met some of the organizers of Western Days at State Fair Inn, a bar across from State Fair Park. They get together occasionally to reminisce. Former parade organizer Marge Larson thumbs through old photos of the event. It originally started as an offshoot of the 4th of July, the West Allis 4th of July, and then it gradually morphed into its own celebration. Larson says Western Days started off small but quickly gathered steam. Organizers formed a nonprofit called West Ellis Charities to ensure that the money raised from Western Days would go back into the community. Larson says by the 1990s, the festival was drawing up to 100,000 people thanks to a partnership with a local country music station. It brought in national acts such as Tim McGraw and Miranda Lambert. Larson says the place was packed. I mean, there were times when we had to go from behind the bar to go out, and the crowd was so thick you could hardly walk through the crowd to get out. Larson says money from Western Days raised about $1 million over the years. She says it helped establish the first canine unit for the police department and build an addition to West Allis Memorial Hospital. But in the mid-90s came a game-changer. State fair officials informed Western Days that the festival would have to move to the north end of the grounds because of construction on the new Expo Center. Larson says the north side lacked accommodations, and the move cost the group extra money for security, electricity, and porta-potties. Western Days had to start charging admission, and then attendance gradually began to decline. The last Western Days was held in 2006. But we got down to nothing, and basically the charities went out of business. We sent the final tax return in saying, no longer in business. And I cried when I sent it in. (laughs) So might the festival be revived someday? Here are former organizers Dave Weed and Bill Potosik. Well, we still talk about it, and oftentimes we all of us occasionally get questions about Western Days in the parade, and we still miss it. We take a lot of money to 
started back up again. Well, I think we'd have, to, we'd have to hit the lottery. <laughs> just to buy all the equipment. Marty Michelson, 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for Bubbler Talk comes from Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino, home to 24-7 entertainment, dining, and musical acts, plus Ember Salon and Spa, and Top Golf Swing Suite. More at PaysBig.com. What have you always wanted to know about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at wuwm.com slash bubbler talk.